Hi everyone, you're listening to Passports, Cameras, and Maps. Oh my, I'm your host, Janine Romo, a.k.a. The Wild Explorer. And today I am here with our producer, Martha Espinoza. Hello. And our special guest, Lauren Hurley. Hey, everyone. Hey. Thank you for coming on the show today, Lauren. Oh, I am so happy to be here. It is my absolute pleasure. Yes, thanks for being on. Today is... Our second episode of our second season. Yeah. Two of two. Two, two. Wow. Okay. And we're going to be talking about traveling for festivals. Yes. Lauren, you do a lot of that here. Wow. And I see on your Instagram. (laughs) I'm a big fan of festivals. And I'm a big fan of transformative experiences. So I'm willing to travel. I'm willing to book flights and pack bags and do whatever it is I have to do to get there oh so nice. and why festivals like well, what first, is so can oh. we just oh yeah a yeah, little yeah. bit about yourself I'm oh, sorry right just, yeah right. we don't you know mean, anything about you you guys don't know Lauren I know her everyone <laughs> should know her <laughs> yes tell us about yourself Lauren so I am an emotional healer and a spiritual teacher I am also a parenting educator So what does that mean? I help people heal emotional wounding and trauma from the past. And what that does is it allows people to live a more freely expressed life, a more authentic life, um, free from the constraints of the past. So that's something I love to do. I also love talking to parents about how we can be a way that we've never really been before with children when it comes to how we relate to them and how we treat them. I think it's time for us to shift how we've been being with children, how we've been raising children, um, do it differently than how we were raised. I think a lot of us, hmm. a lot of us have had some, some issues along the way with our parents, and I think that there's a huge opportunity to heal that so that we're allies with our parents and that our parents have power with us instead of over us and I think it'll basically change the world oh yeah yeah I mean things back in our day were very different we didn't grow up in this technology like era yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. when we were that young Mm -hmm. a lot of things have changed well, yeah, I so feel like right now we can't even, I, I guess, like, imitate, like, what our parents did with us just because the world has just shifted so much that the way my parents, you know, helped me or guided me when I was younger or going through school, like, having problems, like, I don't even know how... Like the problems that my son might have when he's in when he's in school are just going to be so different. Like yeah. my parents never told talk to me about you know online bullying because that wasn't a An thing. Issue. It was not a thing that happened. Right. There wasn't like this twenty four seven just kind of like you know bombarding of you know images and just even like hate speech right now and just criticism so I feel like 
so much pressure, pressure to be and then all the fomo like <laughs> like it's a thing and i can't it's a even real thing i can't even like oh mom like oh well my mom did this it's like shit my mom didn't do any of that because she couldn't because this wasn't a problem mm-hmm. none of that was an issue i mean I guess there's all always like image issues growing up as a as a female in like high school and going through all that, but it was definitely a different time. We didn't have all these Instagram pages with like girls who Photoshop themselves to look perfect. Well, it's and, because it's so much more accessible now, right? So before it was just like on TV or in the magazine. But if you don't watch a lot of TV or if you're not reading magazines, then you're kind of like shielded from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to really instill children with with confidence, with with the knowing that they are capable, that they are loved, that they are seen and understood, that they are talented and unique and celebrated, that everything about them is is perfect exactly as they are. And I think that a lot of parents don't know how to teach, not even to teach, but more like to reflect that back to their children mm-hmm. because they haven't accessed that within themselves. They lost it a long time ago in their childhood. And so they, they don't necessarily know how to help children build their self-esteem, build their confidence, or they don't know that there are things that they're doing that are making it harder for children. Yeah. You know, it's just unconsciousness. Mm -hmm. So there really is, you know, there's a real need for a conscious shift when it comes to parenting, especially because what children are dealing with nowadays, none of us can really relate to because we've never had to deal with it. And it's, it's a lot of pressure, like we're saying. And, And so they really need emotional support from us adults and, and so we have to learn how to be emotionally supported and emotionally supportive. So that's what I'm here for. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, well, yeah, that's so interesting. And um, man, I wish we, I wish that was what that a podcast was, our was about <laughs> today. <laughs> right? <laughs> but we're going to shift gears and go into your festival life and talk about all that because you came back from a really big festival i did i just returned from burning man let's see just about a month ago boy and how long how long is that festival last just because i've never been to it janine's been to one i yes so So i don't um, know anything explain it to as best as you can i guess for the people who don't know about the burning man experience because so what is burning man Honestly, you'll never know until you're there. That's that's true. It like people have talked to me about Burning Man prior to me going and I had this idea and then I got there and I was like okay. <laughs> and then day 1 passed and then it was day 2 and I was like okay. And then day 3 you're like okay. And then by like, you know, day 4, day 5, whatever. Um, it's nine days long. Not every, I mean, there's people who come like a day or two later or Mm -hmm. leave a a day early, but yeah, 
the it's a total from thing, beginning to end is it's nine, nine days. days. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, it depends. It depends on, you know, so Burning Man is a lot of people that go to Burning Man belong to camps. And Burning Man is pretty much a city that's built by the attendees of Burning Man. So a lot of people go early and they're part of the build crew and they do so much work to bring Burning Man to life. They're mm-hmm. building domes, they're they're building structures, they're building all kinds of things in the blistering hot sun. So shout out to all of the people who go to the burn early to help build it because this is no joke. This have, is- have you ever been a part of the building crew? I have not been a part of the building crew, but I have been a part of the crew that that stays to take it down. Oh, wow. Cleanup crew. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, it's, it's it's a sad process. <laughs> it's a sad process to see it. It's like Just, a funeral. It, it is like a funeral. <laughs> um, it's a little depressing to be completely honest because this this city that you've just lived in for you know nine days, ten days, seven days, five days, depending on when you get there, when you show up, it it has it's I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> it really is hard to put into words, but just imagine this. You're in the middle of the desert. There is nothing around. Nothing at all other than mountains and the big blue sky. And over the course of these nine days, an entire city is built where 80,000 people from all over the world show up for fun, for connection, for play, for family, for love, for expression, for inspiration, for joy, for for healing, for transformation, for letting go. We all come together and we live in this city that we've created according to 10 principles that are upheld by every burner, which are really put in place to ensure that everyone has a, a safe and loving experience. And what are those 10 principles? Are we allowed <laughs> to share? Are they a yeah, 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 for it's sure like, we totally. can share. <laughs> so um, the ones that I know offhand are radical self-reliance. So that means hey, look, you're living in the desert. Whatever you need to survive the desert, which means extreme climates, dust storms, uh, you know, cold nights, water, food, a place to stay, Mm -hmm. you know, a place to, to live, essentially, whether it's in a tent or an RV or whatever it is that you bring for yourself, you, you need to have all of that. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, lights and batteries and vitamin C packets and all kinds of crazy random stuff that is going to help you survive. (laughs) Lots and lots of water in the desert. So radical self-reliance. That means bring whatever it is you're going to need so that you can rely on yourself and you can survive the desert. The only thing that you could buy over there with money is ice. And they have a cafe. They have a, like you could buy coffee, which is kind of weird. <laughs> but um, it's true. That that's it. Like, so there's no. It's not um, like 
people don't buy things. It's not like a currency type of situation. No. It's not, which leads capitalism. us Capitalism. There's no, <laughs> yeah, no, no capitalism happening at Burning Man. So another principle is, is the gifting, gifting. economy. Um, so the way that it works is you gift to each other. If there's something you need, um, most people bring something that they want to gift, whether mm-hmm. they've made necklaces or bracelets or crystals or all kinds of stuff. What were some of your gifts? Right. Um, I got like this little like rock type crystal. Um, someone was passing out oh, earplugs. So like people pass out things and then there's camps that will, they usually do like, like, like cookouts or, mm-hmm. um, you know, they'll make waffles for breakfast one day. Um, or there's bars like, so camps will just provide that and it's absolutely free. It's a gift. Mm -hmm. You come to the community, to the community. You come during whatever hours and they have like, it's printed on the program. (laughs) Can (laughs) you call it a program? program. Yeah. You get a booklet upon (laughs) entrance and it has, I mean, look, there are thousands, there are tens of thousands of different camps and every camp has an offering so whether the offering is food alcohol a trampoline a cozy place to 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 rest a hand you know hand washing my favorite this year was a lingerie shop oh my god but that was gift like they were gifting lingerie oh my god and they they spend the year going to thrift shops which you know i love oh i know you love too i love it all the goodies and then they brought it to burning man and they just offered it to whoever wanted it for free it's all free and it really creates such a beautiful environment when it's just there's just so much generosity happening right so much gifting happening you just meet so many different people i think last year my favorite was uh there was a sauna dome and it was these guys from oh you told me about the sauna dome yeah i was like why is there a sun in the desert when it's already so hot i know it sounds she loved so bizarre (laughs) but like you go in and traditional finnish sauna you're you go in naked and you sweat out all your toxins and you come out and you just feel so like refreshed so because you're like sweating so much when you come outside and you get that breeze on you you actually feel cooler (laughs) it's it's weird it's weird because it's so hot outside and yeah it makes no sense but you would enjoy that but you did but I did I did it like three times I mean, you wouldn't believe the stuff that you find yourself doing at Burning Man that you really enjoy. Just yeah. really random things. Really random. Like a sauna or dressing up as a mermaid or... Yeah, or just... <laughs> eating I don't a know. snow cone randomly. It's being on an art car and, I don't know, just partying with random people from all over the place. Yeah. All over. So it's a really unique experience and... Yeah, I I didn't I didn't get it. Like when I first got there, it was just not what exactly what I pictured, which was fine. And it took me a couple days to actually like for it to click. So it's something it's I don't know. It's just this experience that you can't really ever like put into the right words. Well, because everyone's experience is different, right? At Burning Man, it's all just kind of whatever you're putting out there and you're taking in so I feel like you couldn't really 
like your experience would definitely be different from yours and someone else's that was coming from, you know, another walk of life or offering something different. Absolutely. Because like you said, it's just, it's like a community. It's a city. So, I mean, LA is a city. Like we're not all (laughs) experiencing LA the same way. True. Exactly. Yeah. And I would say that the common thread between all people that go to Burning Man is that it's transformative and you are better than you were when you got there. Like you always leave a, a better, shinier, more empowered, more inspired version of yourself. And I think that that's why so many of us go back year after year. And how many times have you been? This is my third year. Third year. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. My third consecutive year. I don't understand what, how people could skip a year or not go just because it's, I mean, it's it, personally, it's my favorite place in the entire world. I've been a lot of places, not as many as Janine, <laughs> but I still love Burning Man the most. Oh my God. It's so, it's so, it's so interesting that your favorite place would be like a temporary city. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's home, right? That's what home. they tell you when you, you come. Welcome, Welcome home. home. Yeah. Um, how interesting. No. Yeah. And you know, Burning Man and is no joke to get there either. It's really a mission to... It, it's like at least a couple hours from any major airport. Mm-hmm. Reno is the closest airport, which mm-hmm. is not even a major airport. I wouldn't call it a major airport just because it's not that big of a city. So yeah, it's it's a mission. Um, how did how did you get there the last time? This last time, I drove up with with a friend that I was going with and a stranger. There's burnerrideshare.org, which mm-hmm. is great because you can find rides with other people. Um, and then yeah, so we drove, and this was my first time driving, and it was quite beautiful and scenic, actually. Um, I really appreciated the drive. So you drove from LA. I drove from LA all the way. No, no overnight stopping. It was you yeah. know straight through. So um, it was actually fairly easy this year. But there's always like you know we were supposed to ride up in an RV and then something happened with the RV. So then we had to like <laughs> rent a minivan. And you hear so much of that. You know, Burning Man is not for the faint of heart, and it really takes something to get there. Right. And once you're there, it even takes something to really get through the experience because, again, you're dealing with harsh conditions, and and you're there's lots of opportunities to heal. So the material that's ready to heal, like your triggers, your pains, your wounding from the past, all that kind of stuff, it all surfaces. So it's definitely a challenge challenging experience um, but nonetheless worth worth the worth the trouble oh my god it's so funny because the 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 times that I've heard about Burning Man it's more like a just like a big party that people have described it to me in that way not so much like somewhere where you heal where you have new experiences it's more like oh it's like a big party Mm. we're just partying (laughs) I mean I feel like party is only like a small part of it because it isn't it's weird when people call it a music festival because it's not a music festival at all Mm -mm. um there is music there Mm -hmm. but it's more it's more about the art it's more like this 
it's more of a visually stimulating experience. But I mean, I guess it just kind of kind of depends on on who you're asking. Right. That's true. And what your intention is in going. Mm -hmm. I think what I've discovered in the festival world is there's a line in the song Hotel California by the Eagles, and it says, Mm -hmm. some dance to remember and some dance to forget. And, And so I think for me, what I've seen is people go to festivals and there's all types of festivals and, and no two festivals are the same. I tend to go to festivals that have, you know, a consciousness or are geared toward consciousness, expansion, you know, yoga, workshops and music too, all of it. Um, cause it's all fun. Uh, yeah. For me, at least. Uh, and and I, I really do need sort of like the spiritual aspect of it because that's that really resonates with me. Um, but I think it's it really depends on you and what your intention is and are you going to remember who you are and to tap more into who you are by the reflections that you see in all the people around you or are you going to maybe forget about the troubles of your life and the stresses and anxiety I think it really just depends you know on what you need but nonetheless the festival is the medicine the people are the medicine and it's nice to have great music and to be able to shake your booty too because there's medicine (laughs) in that too (laughs) so how many um so you've gone to different types of festivals, not just Burning Man, right. obviously. Yeah. Um, so what are your favorite, I guess, types of festivals to go to? Since you said you've been to like yoga retreats and, um, you know, music festivals, like what, which is like your favorite, I guess, which has been your favorite one besides Burning Man? Cause that one Cause seems like your end all. <laughs> yeah. That's the top of the top for me. Um, well, I just actually attended um, Bhakti Fest, which is in Joshua Tree, and that's that's a festival. It's a no substance festival, so no alcohol, no drugs, and it's the music is kirtan, which what? is yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's you basically there's a lot of like chanting. It's a very spiritual, okay, spiritually grounded. There's a lot of Hinduism. There's a lot of images of. Shiva and Krishna and Lakshmi and Saraswati oh, wow. and a lot of gods and goddesses and you know Buddha and so that was really cool because mm-hmm. that allowed me to drop into some really great yoga classes, a breath workshop. Um, there's you know vegan and vegetarian food there, and it's a different it's a different experience. There's you know, more families there. There were kids running around, which is just so inspiring to see kids getting to have this experience. It's so cute when I see kids like at, well, I mean, I've only been to music festivals, so I always think it's like super cute when I see the like big families there, you know, with their kids, like kind of, I guess just like showing them like a part of like who they are, like, hey, like this is what, you know, me and your dad like to do like on our free time. I hope you enjoy it like as much as I do and you see the way they connect like to the music to the people like those little kids just like running around like being like super free yeah these next level children coming in and showing up at festivals there are children at lightning in a bottle too which is just blew, blew my mind blows my mind the 
they can not as many kids at Burning Man but that's always a trip because it's like okay I mean you have okay cool um you have a lot of naked people walking around and I think as Americans that's a little bit more taboo mm-hmm. but because Burning Man is just like a, such a free type of place I think that just kind of goes like hand in hand like we're all people we all have the same body parts I mean more or less um like yeah and I think it's important for for families to be able to do that with each other like when you have a kid and I mean obviously I don't I don't have children but I think it it'd be nice like for that kid not to take over your life but to like have your kid be a part of like this this is what we've always done and we're not gonna stop doing yeah, like I share it with them right mm-hmm. yeah you may also go to the park now and go on you know the swings <laughs> and do stuff like that but it's an addition it's yeah. not taking over your life mm-hmm. yeah it really is beautiful when when parents include children in these types of mm-hmm. experiences um, so that children can know that there is community that we are here supporting each other that Adults are playful. We're dancers. We're singers. Uh, I I oh, think it's... Gonna, we're we're going to pause for a second. Sorry. No, you guys can keep talking. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to check on my okay. baby. Check on the baby. <laughs> yeah, so Bhakti Fest was great in that sense that it was really family-oriented. And, and then there's, you know, there's festivals that are just geared solely toward music. There are festivals that are not at all geared toward music and instead they feature you know different speakers and different workshops where you can really grow and develop yourself so I think it really depends on the experience that you're looking for but I do highly recommend the experience to everyone out there yeah at least one I think you should I don't know do things that are a bit outside your comfort zone something that you're really not used to because how well else are you gonna you know try that out or experience that how else are you gonna know if you don't or don't like something or or you love something so that sounds cool it sounds interesting really interesting it sounds like something that you definitely it isn't a typical thing that you would see here and it doesn't it's not mainstream so it's not like in your face like Coachella where Brochella. Brochella. Where everyone, I mean, so many people, that's like kind of worldwidely known. Yeah, it is. And, you know, there are so many other festivals other than Brochella. Um, so I think it's one of those things, like, the more you start to look into it, the more you start to discover. Yeah. I mean, I, that's been true for me. I started with one festival, knowing about one festival, and now I know about dozens of festivals. Right. So, how many do you uh, do? Like, say, like in an average year, how many weekends or weeks do you spend? You know, Get off dancing. somewhere <laughs> <laughs> with sparkles on my face mm-hmm. and magic in my heart. Uh, <laughs> I would say at least three week, uh, three festivals a year, which really isn't much according to what's available there are so many out there I guess maybe that's not true maybe I did more like four or five four you're like now it's kind of going up (laughs) it is going up it's true (laughs) it it has gone up and um what's the far like where 
so the festivals that you've done, um, you know, obviously like uh, Burning Man, it's it's not like local, local, but it's, you know, you can drive there. Um, have have you done festivals that are you have to, you know, take a boat or a plane and not pack up your whole suitcase? Well, I've definitely I've definitely had to pack up my whole suitcase, maybe even two, because, you know, a fashionista's got to survive <laughs> out there at the festival. So I haven't. No international you know, festivals. No yeah. international festivals, but there is one in Vision. I think that's I've down in Costa Rica. Of, okay. Uh-huh. And that's, I mean, hey, you're in the jungle. Yeah. So that sounds like a really cool and unique experience. And to be honest, I think there are more popping up. Um, I mean, there's, you hear, yeah, you hear about them everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Colombia, Mexico, you've got Belgium, the UK, like all kinds of different types of festivals. I think we're used to hearing more about the music festivals because that's what's mostly mainstream. So that's going to be so would like Oktoberfest in Germany count as like a festival? It's like because it would be like a cultural. That's festival? a cultural mm-hmm. festival. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a cultural. Is really- <laughs> that's also a beer festival. <laughs> hey, that's their culture. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I um I think. Yeah, there are so there there are so many in so many places. It's it's you get to come across the one that excites you the most and trust that that's the perfect one for you to attend. Have you read of one or um, heard of one, like just through people that you haven't been to, but you like, you want to go, you're kind of set on like one day or one day soon, I'm going to do this. Mm, Well, I have heard of a gathering in Egypt Oh. Imagine that. <laughs> um, yeah, gosh, I would just love to go to Egypt in general just to see the pyramids. And I, it really lights me up to consider what, what that adventure would be like. Um, so, yeah, going to Egypt and experiencing a gathering there. There's also something called the Africa Burn. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about that. So it's like Burning Man has all these like, would you call them like sister festivals? Yeah, they're like little sisters in Africa. There's one in Israel. I think just the two are the only ones that I've heard of. Like the only international ones? Mm -hmm. Because is lightning in a bottle? So lightning in a bottle is, it kind of floats around. It's in... Um, Southern I California. It was here. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's been at like one's been in Orange County, one's been oh, somewhere in it, LA. It did used to, ha- it did switch locations, but now it's consistently been up north between LA and San Fran. And okay. a really cool thing about LAB is that it's on a lake. But many of you know that California was in a drought for a long time, and the lake completely dried up. Oh, wow. and there was a meditation done by Unify. It was a it was a worldwide meditation. So people in different countries were meditating at the same time as us at LIB and we were meditating to for water to come back. We were really? meditating on water coming back to I think it's called Lake San Antonio in Bradley, California, where LIB is. And two years later, 
the lakes back and the whole festival changed because now there was water back mm-hmm. so people are bringing floats and bathing yeah. suits and all kinds of enjoying water the water toys yeah. and enjoying the water and and that really is just one example of the power of these festivals and coming together with a similar intention whether the intention is to heal to dance for music for for community whatever it is we come together and we unite and there's so much power in that there's so much healing in that there's so much fun people are great we really inspire each other you know we're all artists we're all creatives and there's so much to know and see and experience out there and I think festivals are a really good um, sort of like microcosm of it's a really potent opportunity to to go and see and experience and feel and be and have I think it sparks a lot in people whether that be inspiration or I don't know I guess mostly inspiration you just get inspired by I guess whatever you see experience mm-hmm. yeah your surroundings mm-hmm. the people, people that you all come in it. contact with yeah all of it yeah is lightning in a bottle one of the sister um, sister festivals of Burning Man? No, not in the same way that the Africa Burn. Okay, and, the, and all those. Mm-hmm, okay, and the Israel Burn. I think it just happens to be another festival. If we were even going to call Burning Man a festival, that has a, a an intention for. For consciousness and evolution and spirituality so in that way I think they have a similar vibe but other than that they're pretty different both incredibly fun adventures in the sale <laughs> and uh, do you have like travel goals um, for festivals so I guess maybe at the beginning of the year or at the end of Burning Man, if that's the beginning and ending of your year, because it's such a significant, you know, event. Um, do you think, do you make like plans for, for that following year? Um, say, I want to do four, I want to go to four different places and meet people um, at them or, or do you just kind of go with the flow or do you put out an intention? I, I I do put out an intention. There's a book called The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I've read it, and I've experienced setting intentions about what I want or what I want to experience and then having that come to fruition. So I've had my own experience of being intentional and having that work out in my for my benefit. So I've continued to set intentions around yeah, where I want to go and what I want to experience. And I try to stay unattached to what that looks like. So if I set an intention to go to at least three festivals, maybe I know ahead of time the ones that I want to go to. And oftentimes they just sort of show up or come into my field of awareness. Somebody starts talking about it. Uh, I start hearing about it over and over again. And all of a sudden I'm paying attention. Like, hmm, I wonder if this is something I should attend or check out since it's coming into my space and my people are talking about it so 
I do have goals, which are to see as many places and experience as many things as possible. And I, I kind of like to take my hands off the reins and let this magical universe provide those opportunities to me without having to be so... Hmm. Specific? Specific. Yeah, specific about what I want to experience, mm-hmm. but not so sp- specific about how it's going to happen or where it has to be necessarily. So you think when that, when you let that happen, um, it's a lot less planned. So then when it comes to like, say, Burning Man or like, say it's even further than Burning Man, because Burning Man is like, what, 12 hours by car from L.A.? Yeah, about, about. that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a little bit of a mission to get to. I mean, that isn't like, okay, I'm going to go. It's not super easy. Yeah, it's not super easy, <laughs> but it's doable. If it's something a little bit further and, it, you know, you have this opportunity that comes up kind of last minute, how, do, how does that all play out? Mm. I mean, it's nice to have, like, to kind of like, all right, we'll see what happens. But then when it comes to, like, planning and if it's something where – it's not that easy to get to. Maybe you need to catch a flight. Um, For example, the Costa Rica one that you were talking yeah. about. Yeah. So then something like that happens and you need to leave in two days and flights to Costa Rica are like, I don't know, by that time, let's say $1,500, which isn't exactly Ooh. cheap. Steep. Especially when like, I mean, Costa Rica isn't too, too far. But or like a regular flight there is definitely less than $500 if you plan at least like a month or two in advance. So I don't know. Do you ever think about that? I'm always <laughs> thinking about the balance of making plans and letting it happen. Right. Okay. So, I like that. you know, I, I tend to go by if it's easy if I if it feels like I have a green light, you know, like all the doors are opening, it's working out, then I'm then I'm like, yes, this feels like a yes. I'm a yes. But when I start to hit resistance or like, yeah, prices, you know, the ticket price doubles and I'm like, wait a second, I don't really want to pay double the <laughs> price, you know, and all of a sudden it gets to be uh, challenging and it starts to not feel right in my body or you know intuitively it doesn't feel right then I won't go for it but it but I think that's life in general it's like how much do we plan for and how much do we just stay open and expecting of the spontaneous and the miraculous and the the magic of life so both it's definitely both like plan for the one that you know you want to go to especially the ones that require a lot of preparation Mm -hmm. in order to have the best experience and then also be open to the ones that you know maybe you can just like throw a tent and a sleeping bag in the car and some sparkly robes and (laughs) you know glitter for your face and head out yeah Mm -hmm. I like that you're, well, you're really determined. I know that. So I know if you want to go to something, you're going to make it happen. Because <laughs> didn't you want to go to Cuba one, what was it, New Year's Eve? And mm-hmm. you were looking at kind of like steep flights because it was around the holidays. But you made it. 
Yeah, I tend you got to. There. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for reminding me that I am quite determined and I need to make it happen. And we all have the power to make it happen if if we really want it and if it's in alignment with our highest good. So, why did you want to go to Cuba so bad for New Year's? Was it any particular thing? Well, oh. do we want? Do you want to talk <laughs> any particular <laughs> thing or any particular person? Oh. <laughs> I see. You know, <laughs> you know what they say. We do go Latin a little lovers. bit of. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So it was for a person. So you made that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I did make it happen. And it was totally worth it. Cuba's an amazing country. I know you've been there, Janine. Yeah. Yeah. We both we went there. We went, we went together. We went together. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So you know as well. It's. It's quite unique in the sense that you're really traveling back in time. Yeah, it's it's definitely a unique place. Like, yeah, I think you, it's, you can't go. We went in there expecting something. At least I did, and I was very surprised about how things were. And speaking with locals, you you get to you get to see like how they're living, and um, you know the the things that they're facing that maybe we don't that we take for granted. You know. Yeah. Here. Yeah, that was a huge takeaway for me. Just traveling to Cuba was I'm a queen. I live like a queen. I live like royalty. Right. I have everything I need. I have we have so more much more than what we need. So much, enough to share. We're just so abundant here. Mm-hmm. And we forget. Definitely the land of the excess. Mm-hmm. Where we throw things out. Right. Yeah. Cuba is not like that. I mean, they, they take care of the things that they have. They, Cause they, cause they don't they get, sit. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to get, you don't, it doesn't, it's not like you drop your cell phone, you, you break it, you go get a new one. So they, and that, and it's that with anything, anything that they have. So it was really humbling in that sense to remember just how fortunate we are here in the States and how much we really do have and how much there is to be grateful for and that there are other people in the world who are living with the bare minimum and can still have gratitude, still have love in their heart, still celebrate life and are happy to be here. The happiest people. The happiest people, really. Yeah. Connected, present people. I loved that about the Cubans. They're so present. They're not distracted by Wi-Fi. Oh, I know. Well, and because you can't get like by well, although they, so they did actually just run like a statewide test, and oh, the whole country had Wi-Fi for the day. And I think the Cubans like were oh my god really excited about that. <laughs> no, yeah, Janine, but part of me was Janine was able that. to get Wi-Fi. I couldn't get oh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, you, she wasn't able to get it on mm. her phone at all the entire trip. Yeah. So yeah, we just like would share my phone to check in with people and. Yeah, especially because it's just, it's not a country where it's very accessible. You know, like if something were to happen while we're out there, our parents would have no idea. And you, I mean, you don't know, I guess exactly, but (laughs) like first generation, like Mexican, my parents are very like, we don't care how old you are. Like, (laughs) we don't care that you're married and have a child like you check in with us (laughs) you have to make sure that we know where you're at and like that you're safe because they definitely always worry yeah that's how they love and protect you and cuba is definitely hard for checking in with parents unless you want a fat phone bill which yeah right i was like i'm i'm okay send (laughs) yeah yeah Um, yeah you had to turn on your 
did you have to turn on your data? Well, well nothing. No, my phone nothing didn't, didn't work, work at all. It was just on Janine. Yeah, it's just, super quick. Like, hey, we're good. Cuba then 24 not... hours later, I'll be good again, hopefully. Yeah, you know, the, the thing about Cuba is it's not great for communicating to the states. Right. As I learned. But, but it's a very safe country. No, it would, it was so safe. Yeah, they really, they really, you know, tourism is their number one. Yeah, that's their bread and butter. Mm -hmm. Like that's, they want to make sure that doesn't get messed up. Exactly. So no one's messing with it. So no one's (laughs) messing with the tourists. Unless the tourists want it. Want want the messing? Want the messing. (laughs) Are you trying to tell us something, (laughs) Miss Lauren? It was just one time. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I I haven't met you. This is the first time meeting you. Janine has been a friend for some time. So I checked out your Instagram. So that's how I kind of got a feel for you. And I love it. It's so beautiful. Thank you. I love the things that you share. I really appreciate that because I've had a hard time with with social media and what to share and what not to share and what's authentic and what's sort of like buying into this whole idea that we need to make people think our lives are perfect and we're always happy and right and super positive all the time which just isn't in real life so well, I mean it looks like you're always very positive and very happy in your life I you know what I I am for the most part and I I I can be because I've done my inner work. I really think it's my inner work, the healing that I've done that's allowed me to live a genuinely happy, connected, and fulfilled life. But just like everybody else, I have my days. So I do appreciate the positive feedback. Yeah, and I see that you met Oprah, which I love so much. (laughs) That was let's let's talk about that. Oh well, speaking of setting an intention. Before I went into this event, it was it was at UCLA, and the and the Royce Hall. Oprah was hosting something called Super Soul Sessions. Yeah, she, I love her her Soul Sundays. Yeah, she so she has her show Super Soul mm-hmm. Sundays on Sunday, and then she does on own on own. She sponsors us. Just kidding. She <laughs> I wish <laughs> Oprah, please Oprah, sponsor we're us. We're coming for you. <laughs> um, and so she br- she brought. A bunch of thought leaders and speakers and before my friend and I went in we decided to set an intention about what we wanted to experience and I said that I wanted to have a moment with Oprah I just said I wanted to have a moment with her but I didn't again I wasn't attached to what that looked like or how it was gonna happen well it looks really cool on your picture but continue (laughs) yeah it was so cool we were leaving the event and a couple people had gathered because all of the all the people who had just spoken at the event were coming out the back like all the talent so it was like chris carr uh carrie washington dr shafali eckhart tolle um, India Ari, mm-hmm. all these fantastic, Carolyn Mace, fantastic beings, so much light and love were coming out the back. And so we decided to stick around and we waited for Oprah and she came out and she came up to everyone and she was just as lovely and powerful and authentic. There's, she just is who she is, mm-hmm. you know, even off of the camera. And I love that photo in particular because she's got her 
finger pointed yeah. at the camera <laughs> like as, if like, she's, as if she's really kind of giving me like a mama bear message like <laughs> do your work like be who you are shine your light and so I really love that photo <laughs> oh my god no I it was one of the ones that you know stood out to me I was like oh my god she knows Oprah <laughs> what festival did she go to to <laughs> meet Oprah <laughs> and you know I have to say that the festivals they really have they've given me such access to being more of who I am, more bold, more brave, more courageous, more authentically myself. And so, you know, there's 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 definitely truth to having gone to the festivals and then having had the courage to show up at this event and be intentional about it and, mm-hmm. and create magic in my own life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what advice would you give people that, you know that I guess want to experience more in festivals uh, they want to they've only like say they've only been to Coachella so they don't really have a full understanding of the possibilities that they could have and what branching out you mm-hmm. know outside of that because I mean there's there's Bonnaroo, which is also fun, and um, like Tennessee or, you know, just different places. It doesn't always just have to be like Southern California, like growing out with everyone. <laughs> yeah, it does not have to be that. And so if that's all you've experienced, I, I definitely recommend doing a little bit of research and seeing uh, if you find something that calls to you or that speaks to you, whether by what it's named or the artist that will be performing there or what the festival is offering. But yeah, my advice is, like I said before, definitely check at least one out and keep in mind that they're all different. So if you go to one and it wasn't really your thing, stay open to to trying another one. And really give yourself permission to play. That's what festivals are really great for, tapping into that childlike freedom, that childlike play that's still still there inside of all of us, even if we've sort of forgotten about it and got caught up in the <laughs> work right. and money and <laughs> uh, yeah, just remembering that play and dance, that's, that's what keeps us happy and makes us feel alive. So do that. Do more of what makes you feel alive. I like that. That's a nice message. um, Have there, so what are your, I guess, tips for people that haven't been to Burning Man that are going to go, say, next year? Mm. Tips for burners. That's a tough one because, yeah, it's like you could, you think you're preparing, but you're not. You can never be prepared. Yeah, you can never be prepared, like. I mean, you could bring water and the food and all that. Like, that's one thing. But, like, I don't know. Oh, but one tip. There's never too many outfits. Never, never too many outfits. Ever. Ever. Yeah. You could bring, like, five for each day, and it, that's not too many. Mm-mm. But um, I don't know. what What is a good tip? Because... I guess just be open because it's a very different place. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like expect nothing and everything simultaneously. 
Yeah. That's your negative yeah. wisdom for, negative. for the next. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I, if you're going to go to the burn, just expect everything and nothing and know that your experience is perfect for you and drink lots of water. Definitely. Stay hydrated out there, folks. Oh, and it gets cold at night. Bring a warm jacket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, Janine, any festival recs for people out there? Festival? And Lauren, oh. yourself too. Any that you can think of I, that we didn't cover? I don't go to a lot of these types of festivals, but I do like like more cultural festivals, I think, are the ones that I like would travel for. Like... Um, like the lantern I, in Thailand. Yeah, the yeah. Festival. Um, Yi Peng is is it's what they call it in Thailand. <laughs> um, that was a festival that I really wanted to go to, so I I went two years ago for my birthday. Um, that was it was an awesome experience. Um, I mean, there's all kind. I'm gonna be going to another festival for my for my birthday in November. Which See, one? And we, um, it's the Festival de los Globos in Mexico. I'm gonna go see hot air balloons. Um, yeah, I went to last year. It's actually coming up this coming weekend. Um, in Albuquerque is the the largest hot air balloon festival in the world, and then the one in Mexico is the second largest. So I'm really excited that I'm gonna be going to this one coming up. Yeah. Yeah, go to whichever one excites you and feels good in your heart. Yeah, there's all kinds of festivals. Like, I mean, hot air balloon festival. I mean, that probably doesn't sound like much to someone who's like big into like maybe like music festivals. Who's like always going to like maybe like EDM type, you know, festivals. I go to EDC, Ultra. Um, but I don't know. I, I like those those types of festivals that kind of just like stays with you. But everyone has a different experience. Like, I don't know. It's 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 yeah, whatever speaks to you, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've seen it and it's been on your mind, go like try it. So this one's been on my mind for for a few years, at least like four years now. So, Yeah. It's on my actual birthday, so it's, it's, <laughs> it'll be extra it's, special. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so any ones that you recommend that you've enjoyed in the past? LIB was my first festival, and it has a special place in my heart. So if you're in California or near California, check it out. It's in May. It's usually the last weekend of May or the second to last weekend of May. I think it's a great it's a great starter festival, and it's a ton of fun. So I've heard good things. Yeah, check it out if you can. And if not, then then just go find whatever is around you and mm. step outside of your comfort zone and see what what fun what fun you can have yeah I wanted to go to my friend I don't know how closely he's connected to it but um he goes to one that's called um camp trip oasis um and it was actually this weekend it was this weekend I heard that one yeah so he he always does it and um I think the last time that it happened I was pregnant and he was talking about 
I don't know how, I think he works closely with it. So he was like, don't like people asking him about like special like tents and stuff. And I was like, but I'm pregnant. So I need a really special t- <laughs> a really, a really special yeah. yeah but just like teasing him but I've I've wanted to check that out just because he really enjoys it but I mean it, it's happening right now so I hope they're having fun me too although let's go right now <laughs> camp trippers uh-huh. I heard there's yeah. um there's actually hot springs out there where they are Oh, maybe. So that's another cool thing is like, yeah, you really get to connect with nature. Yeah. Depending. Nice. Depending on which, which festival you choose. So lots, yeah. of, right. lots of great opportunities for you. To, and that's in California. It's not too far. I mean, I don't know how far it is. Outside of Bakersfield? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe one year you can check it out. Yeah, definitely. Well, check you it out. can. Yeah, I'll I'm like, you're not too. pregnant anymore. I know. You could go in the hot springs now. Uh, I can. That's true. Yeah. I'm allowed. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed our conversation and your insight to like so many different things. Yeah. Thank it was you surprising. So much for it was a pleasant on. surprise. Mm-hmm. For people who want to follow you, Lauren, where can they follow you? You can follow me at Lohu, L O H U. And. I'll give you a daily affirmation on Instagram, right? On Instagram. Ooh, and I it. have a show coming soon on IGTV. So come check it out. Ooh, a show. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when it's coming up, we'll definitely post about it. Perfect. So just send us the, the info. You got it. All right, guys, you could check us out at lawildexplorer.com. Just click on the, Oh my page um and then check out our ig oh my travel podcasts and yeah oh make sure to subscribe we're on apple google and spotify Spotify. yeah thank you so much again lauren um yeah and we'll see you guys next week yes bye